This is Fat Radio International. Embrace the alternative. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. the event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Chris Hayes. Hello there. And we're both back. And when I say both back, we're both back from the USA. Mm-hmm. So, as you well know, I've been, if anybody's listening to the show, I went away to get myself fixed. Or, or maybe I'm lying and the Time Lords exiled me to a cabin in Utah and Las Vegas. Who knows? Are you but, comparing yourself to a Time Lord? What, what's no, the deal I did a naughty Time Lord, though, to be fair. Okay. Got exiled, didn't he? That, it happened in season 10. Um, the Tom, John, I nearly said Tom Pertwee. Who's he? <laughs> John Pertwee's doctor. He just, uh, they went, oh, this will be different. Let's uh, exile him to Earth, and then we can just not spend money on sci-fi sets and spaceships and cool. stuff. Yeah. And it, but it worked. It was good. And then obviously after about three years you went, Oh, it's getting boring now. Come on. Let's we can't just uh, keep having Earth invaded every week, can we? So anyway, here we are, we're back. And yeah, spent a bit of time over there. And then on the second week, second and a bit week of my exile the rest of the Starburst crew turned up. Not, so, not everybody. Not everybody, no. but, uh, but enough. You know. Enough to, to create a weird environment where we're in Las Vegas and it, it's like an episode of EastEnders where they've all gone abroad somewhere. Well, you know, yeah, like the, the like classic the, sitcom being, yeah. movie. Are you being served the yeah, movie? Yeah, they always yeah. go on holiday, don't yeah, they? It was. Yeah. Uh, we were just in a casino next to the apartment and I uh, just looked to my right and... I just saw Martin there. Uh, so um, I saw Charlie there. Then I looked to my left. I saw Dan. I saw you. And I'm like, oh God, it's like it's like being in the office here. Dan is one yeah. of the writers as well, but we um, he writes under a pseudonym. And we as never reveal. Never, who never. No. Goes to the grave. That it, it's not Animal Johns. Before you say anything. No, it's not. No, definitely not. So it was. Uh, an it sounds like he is now. It. it He's was, not. No. No. Someone else. 
it was an interesting trip, and we we got the as you probably heard last week, we, you heard our live from Las Vegas uh, Caesar's Palace again. Well, if got, they did listen to that, they, they didn't need that little five minute preamble. Yeah, but I'm trying to be inclusive. If people sure. who don't know, they they know they can go on iTunes and listen to at least an hour of our or an hour and a quarter of our time in Las Vegas. At which point we were trying to pretend that we were doing something other than doing a a podcast in in from Caesar's a bar palace. in, in a Season bar. Palace, Caesar's yeah. Palace. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And what was what your excuse? Season's Palace. Then? I did. Yeah, is that like the seasoning house? But... Is that what goes on? <laughs> Why did you point out? We could have got away with that. I don't Look, uh, what we didn't get away with is doing that podcast, though, because we were rumbled by the waitress. She did. She did know what And was uh, what was your excuse when when you uh, when asked? Look, when I didn't think she was going to come. What are you doing? Is that, a, is that a microphone? What are you doing? What did you say? I said it's a diary. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. It's the weakest excuse I've ever the heard. The problem a is diary. With, that, with that goddamn thing that we were using, it, it screams, hello, recording equipment here. Yeah, because it is. I know, but it could have been more subtle, couldn't it? But it had a big globe on top. What, what did Martin say to, you know, oh, his help was worse. sell the lie? Oh, look, look, you're having a go at me. His was way worse. We like to way remember. Worse. It helps us remember. <laughs> remember the holiday like we're <laughs> four 90 year olds oh god yeah she wasn't having an issue you record it you, is, is it video are you videoing this one i think that very... was the the prime concern there yeah it was. you so. know what though it helps us remember it's not that big a lie because we did continue to drink that day and i listened to that show back yeah today yeah and i didn't remember most of it so yeah, Martin was right. It helps us remember. Well, it helps us remember. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It was fun. Yeah. It was all right. And, and like you say, it was good having Dan there as well. And then it was a bit of a, a weird a weird show. But you are right. You got away. We got away with it twice now. And maybe a new venue next time yeah. we're over there. Let's just concentrate on getting away with this show yeah. right now. Yeah. So what have we got in store for the peeps? Well... I've got, uh, we've got to talk about, at the very end, a bit of black exploitation, because Shaft is imminent. You are about to get shafted over here, yeah. and people in the US have already been shafted, and and I, I, I just want to talk about John Shaft, his many incarnations, and this movie, and the brave decision to release it over in the UK via Netflix, yeah. and it, I saw it at the cinema over there in the US and I will give you my opinion but there's been a bit of backlash and a bit of controversy and lots of other things that See, I've can not heard about. any of this only, at all. Only a rumbling it started, it's the usual thing where you can't do bloody anything right now because if you do something that's that's too PC, people attack you for being too safe and pandering to the Me Too crowd too much and being all, you know, too PC. And if you do anything that's edgy, you get attacked by the crowd that that would like you to behave a little bit more considerate. Okay. So it's difficult sometimes. And this movie, unfortunately, you were trying to bring a character that a black exploitation character, you... you can't do a black exploitation movie in 2019 
because you you've got to remember that when the big hook for the Shaft movie when it came out in 1971 was here's the pitch say you're the studio exec I, here's my pitch I'm Gordon Parks I'm a a black director I'm coming to you and going right got this uh, detective movie for you and you go oh detective movies they sell they're brilliant let's let's uh, let's hear more and then I go right well we got the big it's got a massive uh, twist this one oh what is it yeah the detective is a black guy and then you go my god that's that is that is pretty cool that is pretty fresh yeah let's get that on at the cinema and let's see what happens what a kick-ass black guy in the lead role in a detective film oh wow this is going to be good yeah you can understand why you won't have that meeting in 2019 well no obviously not because racism has been solved it's, Everyone knows that, of course. It's not been solved, but the, the it isn't unusual to see a really good black actor playing a an iconic role of a guy who, who happens to be black. Of course. You know. uh, so Shaft, I've just um, double-checked. It's out 28th of June, which is uh, a couple... Of, yeah, that's yeah. Friday night. Well, it couldn't be better. On and Netflix. I'm, and here, here we are. We're we're so on the pulse for once. Mm. Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. But by the time you're listening to this on podcast, I know I'm going to beat it. Just on that for oh. that reason alone, I'll be at okay. it straight away. Yeah, yeah. We'll get up. But there. if you're listening to it on podcast, it's there now. Yeah, Netflix. Fire up yes. the Netflix. Yeah. Fire it up. It's on. And, Should they fire it up watch. though? Do you recommend it? Because you're not going to do a full-on review, are you? You just want to have a little chat about it well, later on? Well, I'll do that chat later on, but I would say, yes, watch it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Definitely. Brill. Should you watch Child's Play? Should you watch Men in Black International? There's another couple of, of movies we could chat about later. Oh, great. Just quickly. It'd help if I'd seen any of them. They, they did. To be honest with you, I can just fill you in without any spoilers. Have you seen Child's Play? I have seen Charles play. How? How do you think I've seen Charles play? Oh. I've just come back from the United it, States. Okay, yeah, and it did open in this country also last Friday. Yes. Look, I'm still jet lagged. It's it's not subsided mm. yet. It's one of them where still that, a little that, the, the the old rules applied with Charles play, where it was out a little bit earlier. But yeah, my God, it's a complicated one. It won't take long to go through it, but. I, I, I just I don't know that, that we've got in the space of one show here we've got Child's Play a reboot of a series that was actually that clever that it did its own fake reboot and got away with it and I'll be honest I don't think that franchise dropped the ball I don't think it jumped that the franchise has yeah. uh, continued to reinvent itself yeah. and still is this thing I don't think you're aware of some aspects of this film. I think you're going to be quite surprised by some stuff, but not in a spoiler way. It'll okay. still allow you to watch it and and make your own mind up. But, God, I, I, that was a strange experience watching Charles play. See, that's that alone has like, really intrigued me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. When yeah. are you talking about that? Well, we'll just do later a on. New, we'll do a bit of news and then got loads we'll do of news. Three, three movies after the. Break. Oh my god, I've got so much yeah. news. Well, let's do the news. But talking about creepy ass dolls. Oh, I. There's a great feature in the latest edition of Starburst magazine. I was which gagging. is out now. I was gagging for an excuse to bring that. Yeah. Up. Oh my god, it's our '80s issue, so we're using Stranger Things three 
as an excuse to get back to the bloody 80s. Absolutely. The best, is it the best decade ever? Yeah. Is it? it yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it is. Okay, yeah. For, no. for us guys. Well, I over, enjoyed it. Yeah. Of You know, of a certain age. I, I mean, more fun in the 90s, though. I didn't. But I did. Hated it. Well, I don't think the the movies the movies are not as good in the there 90s. were certain things I wasn't able to do in the eighties. I was too young. I've got no idea what you mean. Yeah, I think you do. I don't. I think you do. Drug taking? No. Good God, what hey. you take me for? <laughs> no, I'm talking about having sex and okay. stuff. Okay, right. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it to movies. Mm. The the impact. Of the eighties in movies and TV, it, 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 we still feel it every single day now. Look around you; every, everything is influenced. Everything is is coming back from the eighties. It's, it's you know, it, it's the decade that will never die. But we've got a, an amazing feature in this issue, and it is the eighties greatest. Okay, well, I, I... eighty, yeah, of the best eighties movies. Mm-hmm. A countdown. Now this took. A very, very long time to put together with our writers. Mm. Everybody voted. Uh, yep, results number crunched. It's all fair and square. This is the definitive list. Long as it's honest. It is. No yeah, cheating. No, no cheating. cheating. No cheating. Oh, there was o- there was over forty odd writers contributed the to this. No, no, I did not change. No, everything's fair and square. Mm. And this is what Starburst... Are you sure there was no Russian interference? There was none. No bribes. Sure? Okay. None. This is it. I know what Putin's like, though. He'd, he'd, get, he'd reach out. He'd, he'd offer you some dirt. I deny it. Uh, there okay. were no emails. Okay. No. So, anyway, yeah, if you, if you like Stranger Things, if you like the 80s, we've even got an article on video stores. The death of video stores. Oh, I know made someone me... who used to work in one. I, who's that? This a mate of mine. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, brought a tear to my eye. Uh, also, Kiss. The yep. legend of Kiss, Martin's favourite band. Yes. Hey, we played Kiss mini golf, didn't we, in yes, Vegas? we did indeed. I didn't, I didn't want to bring it back to the holiday, but, you know. But it was great, though, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Because this was neon. It was a neon crazy golf that was all kiss related but the best thing about it is you started at one end and went to the other and it had the history of the band on the wall so yeah. you could sort of even if you weren't the world's biggest kiss fan by the time you'd finished the golf course you were like yep i know everything now yeah and also and you're a convert yeah. yeah 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 oh the look of it it was brilliant wasn't it but if you can't get to rio The, the Casino Rio in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. This article is the closest thing you're ever going to get to playing Kiss mini golf and go. having that history. I so mean, that's a that's that. a good sell, yeah, isn't it? it is. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you love Kiss, you'll love this article. Indeed. It's for everybody. Everybody loves Kiss. Look, there's, uh, there's... everyone who bought a Marvel comic in the 1970s as well loves Kiss. They they cross these genres. They cross from music into comic book. Did they meet Godzilla once? uh, No, they didn't meet Godzilla, but they did have their own Marvel comic, and the first issue, they had their blood taken, and it was mixed with the red ink, and 
in every issue of issue number one of Kiss Comic, Marvel Comic. It has got their DNA in the red ink. Yeah, and a little known fact, issue 12 contained Gene Simmons' ejaculate. Is that true? In the... Are you sure? Are you made that up? No. Have you made that up as a cheeky little subversive gag? Yes. Yeah, I thought you had because he did. He hadn't done that, has he? It's they, not they far off. Away with that. Joe, you know, the weird thing is, you can get away with the blood, but you couldn't. Yeah, you can't get away with semen. Do you see how bad I, I am know. lying? Yeah, it's crap. Yeah, it? yeah like like when you told the waitress that we're doing a podcast. Well, that was the truth. Yeah, I know it was. Yeah, we we, we and I also said not, it's like a podcast. Yeah, it's like a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And she just went. Oh. I guess that is a lie. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the quality massive, of it. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it's nowhere near as good as a podcast. But we try. We try yeah. on a weekly basis. Anyway, the mag's out now. Mm. Um, go get it. Mm. We're very proud of this one. Okay. As we are of them all. They're all like babies, aren't they? You're Absolutely. All like your children. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but that issue is particularly good. I'm not saying that any others are not as good as that, but if you were to choose an issue from... I mean, everybody can choose. What's your favourite comic book of the last 12 months or whatever? This is my favourite issue of the mag that we've done this year so far. Uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Not because of any particular content or anything. It's just that it, you put everything together and sometimes it's better than you think it's going to be. It's and a perfect cocktail. It's good, but this is an absolute barnstormer. So you need to buy it. Yeah. And it's available at all good news agents. And if they've not and got some it, shit ones also. Some shit ones, yeah. But the the real shit ones, the real, real hideous ones, are the ones that don't have it. That is correct. Yeah. That's official. Yeah, it is. Burn Talking of hideous get, stuff. Get some petrol and burn them. I've burn got them some down. really bad news for you. What? Did you know that they're, they're making a Blair Witch video game? Oh. Have you seen this yet? No, I because I know you is, love. Is this serious? I know you love Blair Witch. It was. A, I was meant to mention it on the last show, but it, you know, it, 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 we got drunk. The whole thing winds me up. The whole thing winds me. But up. this is going to allow you, Mike, to get up in the guts of that movie and get down do to what? Maryland, those do woods, what? Do what? Do what? and walk around the woods yeah, and get lost it, in those yeah, woods. Yeah, but the whole. The, well, for certain, the 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 glorious remake by the way, or whatever sequel you want to call it, the, the third one, the the atrocity, the, the celluloid war crime that I sat through that gave me, and, and you know it made me ill, it gave me a migraine that I couldn't get rid of for two days. Well, it gave you ill because you got so much grief after it, didn't Oh, you? well, that was a few days off at this point. I had the migraine, and then I, I felt a bit better the next day because it is just literally flashing lights, flashing lights, big, quick movement. There's nothing there, and and my God, I'm not joking. If someone tells me it made him puke, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that. It's a hideous film to watch. And then, then two days later, they after the review goes up. Uh, I didn't know it was embargoed. No idea because of the circumstances. I saw the film in. I did not see it at the official press screening. I didn't get that uh, reminder. Do not, do not disclose this. So I put the review up, and then there was a link 
and the link went on Rotten Tomatoes and what I said basically went round the world and then all of a sudden they were all hunting me down. They were finding me on Facebook, Twitter, everything. Uh, no, it's, it's not. It Your wasn't. Thing. I'll tell you something. The first week, very, very, very unpleasant. Yeah. But do you know what? The minute I went, there was a snapping point where I went, whatever, you bunch of morons. And then I just went, right, I'm going to wind them up even more. I'm going to make it, I'm going to double down on this. And I then spent the next week finding all these assholes that have been saying all this stuff. And I was giving them even more credit. Well, like the end of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, similar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. better things to do. Yeah, I know that, yeah. But this Oscar was giving me crap. He was putting in the comments on the Starburst uh, where the review was. We used to have comments. We don't have them now. For I wonder why we disabled that option. And he was underneath going, oh, you're a pathetic individual and you're not good enough to be... Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe that the editor allows you to write this sort of crap. And then I just went, I'm the editor. And he just went, oh, so you're proud of yourself, are you? You're actually saying you're the editor, that you've done this. And I went, oh, whatever. And then I did a picture of, of, of a baby in a baby grow, and I put the word Oscar on the front of it and had him crying in front of a, one of them Blair Witch twig star things. Yeah, yeah. again, and, um, you, yeah. you've got better things to do. Uh, he, so yeah. so can I just and he put went, you down? And he as, went, should I not at? get you a copy of this for your birthday then? No? I mean, it looks pretty good. You should go watch well, the trailer. Well, well, what's going to happen in there? No, no, go on, please. Tell me what's going to happen in this game. We, tell me. You go to the woods please. and you, you... And, yeah, you, and you, you get a snotty nose, do you? Do you maybe. get a snotty nose? Do you yeah. get extra points if you get a snotty nose? If you nose? play it in VR, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to stand in a corner. Maybe that's, do the, you? Do that's you? the final boss. I bet you do, don't Just you? Just how long can you yeah. stare at this listen, wall? Listen, any of you out there that buys no. this game, don't. you are... You no, know, there's a lot of buzz. Inane, no. Inane no. human beings okay. on this planet. It's you... how many people are switching off right now. I don't care. They've Stop. got to, they've right. got to sort themselves out. Listen, I think this is my fault. This film, I should not have led with this. This film, this film, the the, the franchise, the this game, this game... It's a derivative of the worst set of movies ever made. Yeah? Look, Please. It looks good. I've got it up on my screen. Evil Hides in the Woods. Oh, yeah. that's the title of this game. Blair Witch, Evil Hides in the Woods, which yeah, is a descriptive. The... No, it's a descriptive. Could just be the um, the tagline there. Anyway. Chris, it's pathetic. Another... What a pathetic okay, so title. No, no, let's no, bring no, it round. No. Just, just give me your comment on that. On Blair what? Witch... Evil hides in the woods. It might be a tagline. It is in pretty big font, so... Oh, I say, man. look, it man was revealed alive. at E3 recently. People are quite excited about this. Give so. up! It's over. It's done. You've had a movie that was a fluke. A fluke of viral advertising that, that at the beginning of okay, YouTube... I'm the moving on. Of the I'm moving right, on. I'll just finish this last one. The second one was the worst movie ever made. No. It was a terrible sequel. It was absolutely abysmal. Blair Witch 2. And then the, the what is it, Blair Witch, the third one. Yeah. Yeah. That is the worst budgeted movie ever made. Yeah, I think we can do better. I think there's others. I think there's worse. Ones no, there's there. no but... worse. No, 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 because because the the worst that you're talking about won't have been elevated to the status of this movie. 
Something I am excited about that is another horror franchise yeah, returning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's my fault. Scream's coming back. Oh. What? So, oh, God. We had Scream, the TV yeah, we show, did. didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we okay. did. Okay. I bet you didn't watch. That, um, I watched episode one. No, oh, that's. that's a, there's <laughs> nothing quite like commitment, is there? Hey. hey. Wow. So, so it got cancelled after. After did series you watch two, all forty-five minutes of, of episode one. I did, did I did. Yeah. I could never wow. get over the fact though that it wasn't our ghost face. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. However, Scream what? Resurrection is coming, oh, which is essentially goodness. the third season, but it's a rebooted version of it. Fucking hell. No, no, no. Guess what? Oh. Okay, so it, it used to belong to... MTV used to produce it. Yep. And we got it in the UK yep. on Netflix. Okay. So VH1 has picked it up. Now, I still don't get this. I don't get why these, these, these music channels are, are, are just concentrating on... on... Because, the de- because the victim, the victims in these movies are their bloody core demographic. That's it. Okay. That's it. It's just, why not just concentrate on music because they've probably got enough and they want to mix it up a bit I don't know and I don't know the story behind VH1 I well, remember I, that I, I thought I thought that was like the music channel I now I no? enjoyed the first season of the Scream TV show oh you I, watched it I did I oh, watched it and I okay. watched season my two my friend well. Sarah yeah. loved it yeah and it, it had a lot of really cool moments, um, including the bit where they went to a retro party that was old people sort of uh, yeah. orientated. So it's what our parents are into and all that. And they what were us. and um, yeah, the 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 lead and the leading lady in the in this who were both playing sixteen year olds. I think they're slightly older than that in real life. They will be. Um, they were. Uh, they they did the uh, dance routine from Pulp Fiction. Right. And and they were going, oh, you're so retro, baby. Oh, boy. Fantastic. Ish. Anyway, so Ghostface is back. They've got the license again. Wow. The, the, uh, the, that Roger guy who voices him. So you've got the actual voice oh, okay. coming back oh, as well. Okay. Right. So this is getting quite exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But so you'll go, be able to see that. It kicks yeah. off. Queen Latifah produced this one as well. I'll bet she I did. <laughs> I'll bet she did. Yeah. I bet she produces something similar every uh, eight hours. <laughs> You're talk, talking about Queen Latifah's yeah. bowel movements. Yeah, I am pretty much, yeah. Okay. Well, I thought that was quite exciting news, and I will be tuning in when it uh, when it begins um, mid July. Yeah, well, you catch up on them two seasons. I don't then, think you need so to. That you'll be. Uh, I don't think you speed. need to. It's oh, fine. Well, this is a fresh new story. Yeah. 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 Hey, I wonder if they'll be able to uh, coax Neve Campbell back. Oh. Oh. Oh my God! I bet she's uh, deputy Dewey. She was in the cabin next to me in Utah. Was she? Yeah. She didn't say a lot. She just kept banging her head against the wall. People are going to be banging their heads against the wall when they learn that paranormal activity is also coming back. Wow. Yep, that's yeah, another. That's not gone away. It has. It, it no, has. It's not. It has. It's been four years oh, since wow, the last that's one. That's gone away, that, hasn't it? Eh? 2015's um, Ghost. Oh, Christ. What was it called now? Yeah. 
I know the Paranormal one. Activity Ghost Vortex or yeah, something. Where, it where was... the guy was pulling some weird wire out of himself. No, I don't remember that scene. No, I, I do. But I think it should have been subtitled Paranormal Activity Franchise Killer because that was the nail in the coffin for me. Yeah. I loved those movies. Well... Had a really good, very, 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 very subtle mythology running mm. through it. Yeah. But at least they were coming out like once a year. Yeah. So, you know, you didn't have too long to wait to get another couple of minutes of said mythology. A years for a decent film anyway. It's not a big deal killer, that, is it? No, I mean... but these movies didn't take it. They only took a month to film. Yeah. Yeah. They're notoriously simple, aren't they? But very, very effective, in my opinion. Well, certainly everybody thought so, because around the world, people loved that. The first one was a an absolute bloody hell. What Came out of nowhere. Yeah, it well. did. No one was expecting it, and I love, I do love it, it, this attack that I do on, on Blair Witch. It sounds like, oh, low-budget films I've no time for. No, I have. I've got massive time for low-budget films, especially when they deliver something. And, yeah, it, paranormal activities, um, stuff like if you're getting into slightly above that, like Cube and stuff like that, where the budget's not there. Yeah, but, they but just the, arrive with these innovative concepts correct, that, we've, yeah. you know, that yeah. have previously not been Love explored. It. Love it. The simplicity of the paranormal activity movies uh, are, I think, genius. And yeah. they're one of the few horror horror franchises, horror films that can actually still really affect me. Mm. I don't know why. No, because because they are they have got an earthiness to them, a, a reality to them that that is missing in a lot of these bloody films. You, you know? can just picture yourself at night, can't can't you, in mm. that position, and yeah. you know your sheets being slowly yeah. tugged off. <laughs> what? Yeah, I can, I can, yeah. No, are you channeling <laughs> the spirit of Martin here? I am, yeah, I'm sorry, okay. I couldn't help it. Right. Actually, you know, we're due a break now. Right. Because we've not had one, but but we've got a few emails, and Great. Um, we'll get back, and we're going to get back, and we, we'll try and channel a little bit less of Martin, maybe. I don't know, but we'll see. Blackula is back. All new, all powerful. <laughs> Blackula, the Black Prince of Shadows, rises from his grave to stalk the earth again in the all-new motion picture chiller, Scream, Blackula, Scream. <laughs> Blackula returns, quenching his thirst for blood in a death trap for his enemies. Blackula, more horrifying than Dracula, screaming for revenge against a voodoo cult of evil. See Scream, Blackula, Scream, all-new, rated PG, starring William Marshall, Don Mitchell, and Pam Greer, the sensuous godmother of coffee. You were terrified at Blackula. Now the Prince of Shadows returns in Scream, Blackula, Scream. Starburst Radio, your source for all of the latest celebrity pedophile convictions. And welcome back to Stabbers Radio at Fab Radio International. We have a few emails. Loz. Hey, Loz, how are you doing? They say, now, mate, good to hear you back. 
I'm not. He seems to be not a fan of the podcast genre, as he finds it a bit too sterile. He says all of them, really. He said anyway uh, last year. He said uh, it was the golden age of TV shows, and I, me and Martin agreed. But his problem is there is uh, so much on now, and so many channels, and you invest your time into one, and it turns out shit. What do you and Starburst recommend? Mm. What's well, currently show. on? Yeah, as a show to uh, dive into that you are guaranteed quality. There's no guarantee ever. Mm. I mean, Chernobyl, that begins and ends. There won't be any, you don't need to invest that much time. Yeah, Chernobyl, five episodes of, go. of absolute perfection. You There's not going to be that. season two. <laughs> oh, but no. this is this is right. it. You, there there yeah. is no guarantees, is there? If, no. if Loz is looking for no. something that's currently on air now, no. Hell, uh, I love uh, Barry, mm. but there's no, you know, there's no guarantee that in three years' time that season five mm. is going to go out odd on a win. No. So all you can do is just, you know, enjoy so it. Talking about Westworld, and you were saying that that's kept it up, but some people have abandoned the show because Absolutely. they found it too complex. It's, it's, or too yes, two, season two was very, very dense but I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are enjoying these shows for different reasons. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. All you can do is what are you enjoying right now? Mm. What We Do in the Shadows is one of my favourite shows it's, right it's now. It's absolutely it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely amazing, that TV show. Yep. It's, it's uh, incredible. It's it's breathed new life into a film that should have been a one-off. It's it's great, absolutely brilliant. It's so, amazing how much humour there is still to mine from that. You know, such yeah, a of course si- Yeah, it is yeah. a ridiculously simple concept. Yeah, yeah. But my is. God, week after week, that just yeah, yeah, that so, that delivers. Legion so. is about to start its third season. Yeah, and that's its third and final season, as per its creation and. Uh, it's not been cancelled. Yeah, it was meant to go for three seasons. Yeah. So here we go. Season one and two have been fabulous. But mm-hmm. again, I can, I'm not going to recommend it to everybody. Yeah, try that first episode if you like it. You're probably going to love it. Ah, well, one that I'll stick my neck out on. I don't know if you've seen it yet. If you have seen it, maybe you already agree with me. Preacher. Uh, Preacher has been great. It's been uh, what are we on four seasons. Uh, yeah, season four is just about to begin. Yeah, and that will be the final season. So you're going to end up with four seasons. And if they keep the standard up that they've already kept up, I think it's amazing. I think the, the comedy's great. I think the adherence to the source material, I think it's stuck to it rigidly at times. But it's expanded on it. It's been brave. It's been a It's been a really entertaining piece of TV and having everything about it, the acting, the cast, the story, the the music has been fantastic. And I think Preacher is worth for everybody tuning in for. You know? Yep, but yeah. it's not going to appeal to everybody, though, is it? Oh, God, no. no, no, of course not, of course not. But, again, episode yeah. one sets its stall up. You'll, you'll realise tonally what you can uh, expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check out episode one. Yeah. But I'm with you all the way on that one. Yeah. I could hang out with those characters for years. To oh, come. It's, it's incredible! It's bitterly disappointing you know. that you know we've only got one more to go. I think that's on purpose, though, isn't it? But maybe Loz would be better off with like sticking with the anthology format, like mm. uh, American Horror Story. 
Mm. That's in its, its. What's this one coming up? Nine? I have no idea. Season nine? Yeah, I just remember when it started and I bailed because it was um, anthology and not. I thought it was going to carry on. And well, now yeah, so did they. I, but we've, yeah, we've talked about this I know, ad nauseum. I, I regret not keeping up with it. You don't have to. You can dip in whenever you want. I would yeah. highly recommend mm. season eight. Mm. That's one of their their. If no, that's their mm. best season. Right, last year's. And but this what I year, like is they're not long seasons, are they? You know, they're the standard. You, you know, usually standard no. ten episodes now. Yeah. But yeah. this, the new one, nineteen eighty-four, yeah, is a uh, slasher throwback. Yeah. And that got its release date this week, and so you're looking at a mid-September debut for that. That'll be good. It will. Yeah. Jeff Runciman has said, are you excited about Pennyworth coming up soon? I watched the trailer while I was away, and I, ooh, I'm I'm quite precious about the whole Batman mythology, and, and Alfred is an important character in all that. And he's changed over the years. Did you know that when he turned up as their butler in the 1940s, he was a uh, a failed vaudeville actor? Yeah, right. And over the years, they've 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 realised that this character couldn't just be a vaudeville actor that suddenly started to be their butler and be this useful. They they've made him ex special services, aren't they? Ex special right, yeah. forces. So they've made him a Brit. He was an American. He was an American butler, and that's weird because I've always read him as a um, with an English accent. I know. Well, he wasn't. He was a he was a uh, an American. One. No, he's an American during the fifties, sixties. It's in and if you remember the Alfred that we first met on screen was American. Yeah. Yeah. In the 60s Michael TV Goff. show. Yeah. No, um, Michael Goff. It's the, the other guy. You know what I mean. I don't. I thought his name From was Michael 19, Goff. No, Michael Goff was in 1989, Batman. Oh, how it dare the, I? Yeah, you, well, you should you should know, because he was the celestial toy maker out of Doctor Who. Right. Everything comes back to Doctor Who. It does indeed. It should always. I thought it was okay, but I get that they're doing him as some cockney, white boy, you know, special services guy, and I just don't bloody like cockneys that much. Because I'm say very, special needs. Uh, I thought, well, oh, that's a brave new take. Well, I just, I don't know. Uh, me and Southerners, you know, right. I'm very Northern British, me. Um, Julie B saying, hi, Mike. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but that's nice, isn't it? It's better than the crap I normally get. You know, isn't it? We've got one from uh, one of our writers here. Oh, uh, right. On on the Twitters. Hello, chaps. Listening for the first... uh, uh, Listening live for a change. Much love to you all. And that's from uh, Luke Spafford. Hello, Luke. And he's on his own tonight, so... A very special. The Spaff is on yeah. his own tonight. I saw some, saw some tweets from him earlier. Right. Well, what, yeah. why are you on your own tonight? His wife is off getting some uh, fancy award. Oh, right. For what? Putting not up sure. with him? Maybe, yes. Let's go with that. There you go, Luke. But you, See, Luke, you're not alone. You, you know you're us. not. No, that, yeah. we're here to keep you company. Cuddle up. Come on. You know, 
Yeah. We're not going to leave the spaff on his own. No. No chance. Good God. We can't leave you hanging, man. Now, no way. He's actually asked us whether we've seen years and years yet. And nope. I personally haven't. I don't think you have. I know, but I've downloaded it and I'm going to watch it. So You don't need to download it because I you have pay downloaded your BBC it. license, I know, don't yeah. you? And you've got access to it. Yeah, but I just downloaded just it. Just don't do that. Why? Because you, well, one, you don't need to, and then t- two, you're supporting pirates. Yeah, and but terrorists. then I can take it with me on the train or plane or wherever. You know, you I can, can do watch that with. It. You know, you can do that with BBC. No, you iPod. can't. Yes, you can. No, you, you can, can download no, it to because, your device. No, you can't because what happens is you go in a tunnel and then you've not got internet and then you all no, breaks no, and you no, can't no. watch download it. Download it. Oh, you all can right. download. Maybe you've got a point. Yes, all exactly. right. Well, I'm you're living. I'm living. Get off your pirate oh face. Oh, my God, don't be and like your that. your 4chans. Hey, hey, and I... your dark webs. I support all of this in a I, legitimate I guess, manner. I guess you pay your TV licence, so it's... You know, I do, it I do. Really matter where you get years no, and years. No, exactly, so anyway, I just download it. Uh, back to Lost. Pirate Bay. We can guarantee you that you will love years and years. Hmm. Hello, this is famous actress Susan fucking George again. I want to make it clear at this point, that these views on video or audio piracy are the views of the individual, and do not represent the views of Starburst magazine. While Chris is being a good boy, the other idiot, and his twisted perspective are the reason why my royalty payments from the Lamb to the Slaughter episode, of Tales of the Unexpected, are not enough to pay my mortgage. If I end up doing a cameo in Straw Dogs 2, it will be this sort of attitude that is to blame. You all ought to see this motherfucker having a regular meltdown when he spots pirate copies of Starburst being given away on dodgy Russian torrent sites. Piracy is wrong. You all need to live cleaner lives, and order the season 1 box set of Tales of the Unexpected. Once again, I apologize for the sound of my voice. I have been eating tree bark from the garden of actor Ian Lavender, who used to play Private Pike in Dad's Army. Got a it won't run ten. for years of ye- It won't run for years and years. No, it's but done. you'll enjoy it. It's done. It's over. Is it six parts? Yeah. So we've got a. Um, I just read uh, Paul Mount's TV Zone. All know, right. Spoiler alert uh, for Blimey. this month, this uh, this next issue, and uh, he could give too much away. They walk by the mag. No, I'm not going to give anything away, oh, but good, good, good. Mountie to hear it. supports years and years. Good. And also, we got a review of it from Kieran Moore. Also, okay. 10 out of 10. Oh, I'm, so, thinking, um, I'm thinking... Definitely. It sounds, the one for you, it sounds good, Loss. So, you watch years and years. And we've got an email off Kev Murphy. Oh, he's not in a good mood. He's not in a good mood. He says, you can kid yourself that low-budget films are decent, especially the horror stories. But the truth is, you are kidding yourself. 99% are shit. Hence, nobody goes to see them. Go on, Chris, tell him. Well, there we go. No, there's, there's no point. Do you agree with that? There's no, there's, no, there's no point in even trying to engage with that. Do you not want to get him back on the right track? Not really. He sounds a bit lost tonight. No, there's, there's, there's plenty of great independent horror movies out there that make a lot of money and we all know that come Even... to the festival we're going to have it again in march come to the festival we'll get you a drink you sure and we'll show why? you some he sounds yeah. like a very very angry no man. he's not angry he's usually in a good mood he emails in a lot 
Right. He likes to cut a your jib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Don't you know? I can tell he likes you. Great. Yeah. Respect you. Some more you. news now, or is that the last email? Or any? Well, another bit of news, and then I'll talk about them them three films, and then we can wrap up. There you go. How's that? Okay. Red Sonia, mm. who we established the other week was not one of Brian Singer's <laughs> captives. Do you remember when he was attached to Red Sonia? Yeah. Not in that way, though. Oh, I get that. No, this is not one of his, yeah, uh, the projects, Red Sonia. Yeah, never like that. I never liked to uh, uh, sing, uh, sing him, to be honest. Hmm? You know, I'll never stop, you'll never stop me from loving you. Da, 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 da. Is that just that Sonia? Yeah. yeah. And no, she had red we're, hair. We're talking about the... Uh, the, the Scouser. Conan, Bar- Conan the Barbarian oh, right. spin-off. Right, okay. okay. Well, you said a red, a red Sonia. Long in development. Brian Singer's been um, um, uh, attached to direct this thing for the longest time, and he even came close the other month. You don't want to come close to him, do you? No, definitely not. Um, but he's gone now. He's, that's it. He's toast. I bet he's gone. He's, he's he has been stricken from Hollywood because of his horrible, horrible crimes. We won't alleged. be seeing it. his horrible, horrible alleged crimes, and we won't be seeing him again. He's troubled. We've his said last... this before. We say this all the time. Know, if you go back, back ten years, Rhapsody, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And then we he got said... booted off yeah, I know. again. I know. Yeah. And then he got. Oh no, he is going to do Red Sonja. I know. And then now he's not going to do Red Sonja. I know. Thank God. Yeah. No, I think we've heard the last of his name. To be honest, I, he just—he's a dirty, dirty, dirty bloke. Yeah. End, end of. Well, end of story. Jill Soloway is stepping in, and uh, she was behind the. Um, no, hopefully big... not to what he's been doing. She was the uh, uh, mastermind behind Transparent, that uh, the, the the cult series. Yes. Actually, like the word, like the way I dropped the word cult in there, like just that. so that yeah. we can, yeah. We can talk about transparent, starbursty, yeah, innit? Of course we can. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get a Red Sonja movie. Exciting. Mm. Do, are you legitimately not a Red Sonja fan? I was just, was no, that I just love, for the gag? I love Conan the Barbarian, and I I like that world. I like that world. Do you like it more now that Conan the Barbarian is officially in the um, Marvel Universe? Yeah. and Isn't that neat? I know it is because he's as, got a team right now. He's on the Savage Avengers, isn't he? You know, but but so you know exciting. that that I only knew of Conan because of the Marvel comic back in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, and and that was it. And but then, he wasn't uh, in the Marvel. Yeah. He wasn't on Earth no, six one no, six, no, was he? No, no, he was no. There was no crossovers. There was nothing. But the the bloody comic ran for hundreds of issues, and then he became King Conan. And they even had a magazine, a black and white magazine of him. I mean, he is is his longest allegiance as a character is with Marvel. And then when other companies started to get the rights and you know do stuff with him, I always felt like he needed to come home, you know, because he really suited the Marvel universe. I thought he really did. I've got a prediction. I reckon we're a couple of years away from seeing another. Conan big screen out in right, this okay. time it's going to be connected to the MCU I didn't see the last one 
with Jason Momoa. Yeah. No, no one did. No, no, no. But but you've got to admit, Momoa looked the part, didn't he? He did. He yeah. did. I, I thought, oh, well, that's a good choice, yeah. But no, no, didn't, didn't, didn't do well. In fact, that's an understatement. It was an absolute disaster, that film, at the box office. I've been quite looking well, forward to this Red Sonja project since Robert hmm. Rodriguez and Rose McGowan used to be attached and they released that beautiful um, teaser artwork, that poster mm. of McGowan as Red Sonja. Do you remember? We are we mm-hmm. are talking yeah. like probably seven years ago now. Yeah. There, there's a lot to explore. Who who, who, do, who doesn't want this movie? Yeah, no. It'll be good if, if it's done right. Yeah. It, it will be. And, um, I mean, you don't want to be... I don't... You don't even need to be a sidekick to Conan. But here's the weird thing. Did you know that um, the Rod Sonja movie, yeah, based in the universe of Conan, mm. that Arnie was in that? Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't playing Conan. What? Her courage was forged out of fire. Her power, a gift of the gods. Her destiny, to become a glorious new hero. Red Sonia. Only one man on Earth is man enough to win her. Don't be a fool. Try it. To love her. To join her great adventure. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Lord Calador. Did you not know that? No, I did not know that. He wasn't playing Conan. Who was he playing? Another character. What? Yeah. You'd blow my mind. Yeah, well, check it out. Wow. It's unbelievable. Probably won't. It did did, did my head in. We got a few more emails, and and (laughs) I can talk about uh, some of these films. Alan Southmore. Mm. Hi, Mike. We have spoke many times. As you know, I am a huge fan of The Candidates, and it's it's so refreshing, and Starburst is a real gritty and sometimes surreal show. See what you brought gritty. to this. Gritty? Surreal, you, definitely. Well, who's gritty? Are you surreal and me gritty, or is it the other way around? I think you're gritty, aren't you? I don't you're think... You're a bit gritty. You look a bit gritty tonight. I don't thank you. Yeah, you do. Right. No, but, like, that's a, that's a praise, that, isn't it? It's a manly thing. Is it? Ooh, no, big man. Manly. Grit, gritty. No. Gritty, Chris. No. Crit, gritty, no grit. Gritty. No. Gritty. You're losing them. Just yeah. stop anyway, talking. You guys are real cult heroes here in Brighton. Keep up the good work. That's nice. Alan. See, there, that's a genuine, that's yeah. a nice email, isn't it? Sure. See, I've had worse than that today. Oh, thank you very much for that. And Kev Murphy's saying, I'm not angry. <laughs> No, this is me doing that, by the way. He hasn't put exclamation marks or block caps on there. This is me. But but I just found it amusing to start like that, you know. I'm not angry, but too many people. Just because it's independent doesn't mean they are any good. No, totally. I agree with you, Kev. Kev, we're 100% behind you. Yeah. Gary says, enjoyed the the show tonight. Good night, chaps. Oh, you're going to bed. Oh, God, that's soon. Seriously. We are changing our hours from 8 o'clock to 10 very soon, so it'll be eight till ten. We're getting um, older. We're give getting it about. We give it. We're going to give it two more weeks, and then and then we start to draw a pension, and then we <laughs> and then we we go with a uh, with this other hour. We're going to get to bed earlier. We've got to. 
anyway, we are sort of running out of time, but I will say that, that yes, on them movies we are talking about earlier, Men in Black International sort of came and it didn't do what they were expecting at the box office. It, years ago, the uh, 21 Jump Street crew were there, Lord and Miller were there, and Sony were trying to figure out, what do we do? We want another Men in Black movie, blah, blah, blah. And then, literally, the uh, Lord and Miller and another one of them sent an email to Amy Pascal and said, how about we do a crossover with Men in Black meeting our guys, yeah? And then we do, this will be where we end the Jump Street franchise, yeah? And then we bump into them and we accidentally save the world and then get brought on board yeah and then uh, from then on we're we're the men in black franchise so that that crossover that you were hearing about was going to be the beginning of they were going to do two or three more men in black movies after that and it would have been tatum yeah and and tatum Tatum, yeah uh channing tatum's deep yeah and they were going to do that, and that was the plan. And then slowly but surely, they realised as they were heading out and looking at the figures for Men in Black 3, which weren't great, they weren't anywhere near as... And I like that film. I thought it was good. It was genius because Tommy Lee Jones said, I'll come back as a cameo, but I'm too knackered and I can't be bothered doing an action movie, yeah? Mm-hmm. So they said, right, well, we'll have you as a cameo. And the cameo was him at the beginning at the end. And then they got Josh Brolin in to play yeah. him. And that was genius, yeah. that. So you managed to do it. But people sort of went, oh. And here's the one thing I've got to say about Men in Black. From my perspective, looking in, love the comics. Thought it was a really huge idea with a huge mythology. But when it came on screen, that first movie captured everything and it was great and a massive hit. Then there was something not right about the second one. And then the third one, as I said, that genius idea there, yet still no one seemed to pay attention. And then you've got this movie and this has been a bigger drop-off box office bomb than Dark Phoenix. So, so, So here's the thing. They did one movie, and everybody loved it, and then immediately they weren't interested. It feels very... The concept felt fresh at one time, and then it very, very quickly grew stale. Yeah, and that's it. You're probably going to have to... If you could go back and chart the other releases at the time and other trends... Sure. You're probably going to see more exciting stuff coming up alongside it. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't capture anyone's imagination anymore. It's just such a shame, you know. And then maybe uh, it's the rise of the the, the superhero movie, the comic book movie. You're you right, know, maybe uh, alongside it's not enough. It, yeah, it's that, not enough. When that first one came out, yeah. mm. you know the oh, there Iron was Man nothing. was a twinkle in oh, Kevin there was Feige's nothing. eye. You had Blade, and that was it. That was it. That was totally it. You had Blade and a few others, and this was an amazing piece of cinema. It was bizarre. There was weird stuff going on. Now, you compare Men in Black, the first one, to Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's really pedestrian, isn't it? The age of the star has has, has died as well. Yeah. Because Men in Black came out, don't don't recall the year. I've got no idea, 1998? Seven. Okay, right, I, I was think, close. I think. 
Yeah. Will Smith was massive. No one gives a shit about Will Smith anymore. Mm. Uh, sooner is it, sooner uh, the studios realise that, the better. And Jaden Smith likes him. Yeah, and you know he's he's a good guy. He's a good guy. But yeah. if Chris Hemsworth, mm. if and Tessa Thompson mm. cannot open a movie, you you're screwed. This they is were really Thor. good. In, they were I've really got no good. doubt. Right. And I'm still going to watch they, it. They were really good in yeah. this film. Yeah, their their buddy buddy partnership were were was great. And can I say that look with the men in black with the white and black and the big the big Ray Bans. Um, Thompson looked great. He looked great. Yeah. They looked cool. They were, they they had comic chops, mm-hmm. both of them, yeah. and they were bouncing off each other. And you don't forget, you've got Emma Thompson in there. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm you know, no, no, I'm, she's a great actress. I'm she's a great less actress. Excited about that. And then no, she's a great actress. And 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 obviously, um, the guy with the massive cock, Martin. I know he's not in it. The oh. other one, the one that's slightly smaller but still impressive that, that Kevin Smith goes on about. Oh, we can't help but wonder How big is Liam Neeson's cock? Neeson. As we've said, yeah. Okay. He's there. So you had all that. Look, I'm just saying that a... This could have been an amazing film if it was released 15 years ago. Well, that's not going to help anyone. No. Yeah. So, so You're right, 1997, that, that's, original. That's that one done. Um, should you go and see it? Yeah, it's good fun. But should you see it at the cinema? Maybe not. Maybe you should wait and watch it at some other point at home. It's certainly uh, worth watching. Um, is it worth going out for your big night out after working really hard? Possibly not. Uh, talking about possibly not child's play okay they've literally wasted plaza and hamel on something that that it doesn't make any sense that can i say the biggest problem with this is and it's a kind of a spoiler but it's not a massive spoiler like you know you can you'll read this online in reviews the movie begins with there's a guy at a factory and he's not happy so he decides all these dolls are being made so I know I'll remove the the safety chip from this one <laughs> that'll teach him as his last act before he tells him to go fuck himself what and safety chip yeah. yeah in the in the doll yeah yeah what that turns it yeah malevolent yeah there is no huh. demonic uh, spirits here. This is not a story about uh, some weird thing that you're hoping to get deeper into the mythology of. You, you. This is a guy at a factory that sabotages a piece of equipment which goes on sale and then causes some some shenanigans. Why didn't they just come up with it? I mean, because don't, that's a don't brand, that blow your mind. That is a, that's just a brand new concept. Yeah. So just don't do a blow new your movie. Mind. Don't that blow your mind? That, that 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 they've actually gone. Yeah, it's not enough to just have a doll. That we're not going to say why it's demonic, why it's doing whatever. We're going to say that this is a faulty piece of merch. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That that's 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 what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, 
just for no real reason whatsoever, this guy who's the biggest loner in the world, who's befriended, and that's why he's befriended this doll and why they're getting on. Suddenly he's got a posse with him so that they can uh, be doing the Stranger Things bit where they're all hanging round together, teens fighting this demonic doll. 80s style. Yeah, there were there were some bikes in it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So so so, um, I I don't think you'll like this. Right. And but go and watch it. I'll try. Everybody, go and watch it, and then tell me if I'm right or or not. A child's play. Did it need remaking? Uh, no idea. I don't think so because Don Mancini has carried on the franchise, and there is not one moment during this film where you feel any way near as satisfied as watching Bride of Chucky well, or any any of them. Nobody needs to worry. He's, Mancini's probably laughing his ass off right mm. now. Did it? Do, how how well did it do uh, box office wise? He's bombing like fuck. Bombing, okay. Yeah. And Mancini so is, Black. is yeah. loving it. Yeah. Because he's got his TV show, his child's yeah. Chucky yeah. TV show. Yeah. It is will be out at, what, early next year, the yep. very, very latest. It's wonderful, isn't it? And, um, and, and they add a mythology. They, yeah, they which is just carrying it. on yeah. in this. Yeah, and so, this, this is just... Yeah, it's a disgruntled, disgruntled worker. I guarantee there will be some a lot of digs in disgruntled his TV. Disgruntled worker <laughs> takes the chip out of a doll. Yeah. Scary stuff. Oh, wow, it it really blew me away. It blew me away. Like I say, and you've got voice talent, Hamill, giving it everything, yeah. And and, and she, Aubrey Plaza, just just fucking knocking it out of the park, yeah. She's great in everything. Polishing the the thing beyond what you got. Whatever they've paid her, they, they should give her a bonus, yeah. But that's it. And the kids are kids, they're all doing the Stranger Things thing, but then no, not one of them is remember is memorable or up to the standard of the Stranger Things cast. Or or if they they seem to be going for an it Stranger Stranger it, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the title of this podcast. Who knows? But that's that's what they were I going for. I hope not as well, Stranger <laughs> it, but. I just don't know. It's such a shame. So the other movie, the big movie that's about to be released, Shaft. Shaft, back in 1971, uh, director Gordon Parks decided it's about time we had a black hero and a black detective, sort of a Humphrey Bogart meets James Bond sort of character. Um, let's Let's base him in Harlem in New York and make it really earthy and gritty and, and do that as sort of a an updated noir he was trying to go for. And what he created ac- accidentally was black exploitation. So you had a, a film where people were going, oh my God, there's a black guy as the lead, who's the detective, who's the hero, who saves the day and gets to, to have the girl. How amazing. And they did that, and it influenced pop culture like you wouldn't believe. It led to uh, Live and Let Die, uh, James Bond. Even he got into the exploitation avenue. URD. It led to a plethora of stars like Pam Greer becoming huge, and the, the Foxy Brown and all the rest of it. You know, it's amazing, the era. And Shaft was great. So you had Shaft, 
and then you had Isaac Hayes doing that score, which made it even more stratospheric. Then you had Shaft's big score, and Hayes wouldn't do the score for that because he said, I'm not repeating myself. So Gordon Parks went, well, I'll do it then. And he did it. And you know what? It's not that bad. It's pretty good. But then the third one, they decided uh, it's Shaft in Africa, where he literally, the, the, it's almost the are you being served the movie of the Shaft films where mm. he just goes, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving New York. I'm going to Africa now to break up a slave ring. That was quite good. It was a good film, uh, but the best thing about it is they got the four tops to do Are You Man Enough? And that's the main title track of it. Very good film. They then did a six-episode TV show, and these were really quite boring. They were like almost like, um, you know, Ironside, sort of Kojak, sort of gen- generic cop show, six episodes it ran for, and then that was it. Richard Roundtree had left the character, the most iconic black hero in pop culture at the time. And it was all done with. And then with the success of Pulp Fiction and various other uh, things that he'd been in, it there was a call for getting Shaft back. So in 2000, you had uh, John Singleton did a movie and he made Shaft the... Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Now, I thought this was going to be a reboot, and when I'm watching it, he suddenly meets up halfway through the film with Uncle John, played by Richard Roundtree, who yeah. played Shaft. So I'm like, oh, my God. So right. this is actually the nephew of, of of John Shaft, so you had the best of both worlds. So I thought that was the end of it. It did okay at the box office. It didn't do great. No. It was a it was a an action movie, but there were a lot of black guys in action movies then. It wasn't like 1971. And then that was it. And then all of a sudden I hear this whisper that Tim Story is writing, who's a massive fan of this, is writing a story that's going to have three generations of John Shaft. It's going to have Richard Roundtree. It's going to have Samuel L. Jackson. And um, and a new character that's going to be the the, the follow-on. So I waited, and then suddenly the the trailer broke, and I thought, oh my god! And they're playing it like um, John Shaft, the original, is the dad of Samuel L. Jackson, who then this is the there's then the son, the grandson, who's going to be the new Shaft. And I thought, oh well, well okay, let's have a look at this. So went to see it, and at the time I went to see it. There was a load of stuff appearing in the press about, oh, misogyny. They're all talking about be, um, pussies and women and being disrespectful and, and and all the rest of it. And I thought, oh, Christ, this, this isn't great. So I watched it, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. They got away with the fact that they were retconning um, Shaft, the original, to be the dad of... Samuel L. Jackson, even though Richard Roundtree is only seven years younger, sort older than um, than Jackson, so that's why they went with the uncle. But they've just this time gone now, nah, dye his beard grey, and yeah. that was it, done. And it worked, it worked brilliantly. And the new guy, he was great. He's Usher's playing uh, JJ, the John Shaft Jr. and he needs some help, so he goes to his dad that he's estranged from, and then later on in the movie, they end up, they're really in a tight spot, and they go and meet up with uh, Grandad, which is the original John Shaft from the 1971 movie, played by Richard Roundtree, looking 
incredible for a guy that was was at his peak in 1971 in that film. The music's really good in the film, but the criticisms that they've said are there's a lot of misogyny, a lot of stuff. It's done to highlight the change in times. The, you can't do a black exploitation movie now. You can't just do a movie where some you go, oh, my big pitch, I know, we're going to do a movie, but the black guy's going to be the main character. And you just go, yeah, okay. Whereas back then it was seismic. So you can't do black exploitation. So what Tim Story's done is turn it into one of these, uh, a, a story where the new, the younger guy, he's more internet savvy, he's about the world, he doesn't eat grits like them, he, 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 there's lots of things that he doesn't agree with. But along the way, what happens is the, the Samuel L. Jackson's character then sees some good in him and he apologises to his ex-wife for the first time and starts to become a better person. Everybody ends up being okay. And the main thing is you've got Richard Roundtree kicking ass again. And he looked great. And the thing was great. The music was great. They, there was lots of jokes in it at one point where a guy goes, um, he's talking to the ex-wife of, of, of Jackson Shaft, and he goes, oh, yeah, right, I didn't realise you had a kid. Yeah, he goes, you know, I've heard that, that Shaft's a bad mother. And then she just goes, shut the fuck up. So you're expecting oh, that, no. her to go, shut your mouth. And that she just good. goes, shut your fuck up, like that. And it's full of stuff like that. And it's just really entertaining. It's great. And then, but what the best thing is, is the younger Shaft, he's not into all this, but he's equally, he hates guns as well. Yeah. And then all the way through, he's because I don't, I hate guns. I'm not interested in this. And then finally they get cornered and then his girlfriend's guns in the purse. He grabs the purse, gets up, and he does this amazing action sequence where he takes out all the bad guys. And then to, and then the tonight you're mine starts kicking in, yeah. Uh, this really good um, soulful song and then when he's done he just goes it's all done they're all dead on the floor and he's there and then he looks at the gun and he just goes oh he goes I hate guns and throws it on the floor again (laughs) and it's brilliant and then his girlfriend's there going wow and she goes you didn't how how did you know to do that he goes I said I wasn't a gun guy I didn't say I wasn't trained how to use them because he's in the FBI okay yeah so the whole thing leads it to a big climax where you've got all three of the shafts and hey, hey, hey. they've all got different yeah. different ways of dealing with stuff. Slow down. Yeah. Yeah. We should That's be it. dealing with climaxes here, mm. you know. Mm. Leave that to singer. I know. Um, right, what did you give it out of ten then? I'd give it eight. Eight out of ten? That's yeah. huge. Yeah, I know. I, so, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it and... If you like them, that character and you can just see this film for what it is, it's actually having a go at misogyny. It's not saying that, that you know, because there was a lot of bits where he turns up and he's got he's dressed dead smart and he's dressed a bit effeminate. He goes, are you sure you like Pussy Boy and all this stuff he's saying to him? You have to know the the surrounding culture. And the it's it's a great way... Of bringing a black exploitation character into a modern action movie via some comedy. Great. I don't know what else there is to say. Okay. But there are lots Everybody of people go who watch Shaft. I think you should go and watch Netflix it. But now. don't don't um, don't look at it like 
it's got to be po-faced and serious because that first movie was with Shaft and, and the, there is no way of doing those movies now. There's no way of doing them now. If you're going to take a character like that, a character that's a dinosaur and update it, this is a really clever way of doing it. There we go. A recommendation. Indeed. So Should we go? Do you reckon? Well, I, I think we're overdue a drink at Fab because I've not been in Fab for nearly a month now. Oh, you'll hate what they've done. Oh, I did. That's very clever of you saying that. <laughs> Listen, I was kept abreast, but but there's a little bit of me that makes me think maybe they have done something that they didn't want to warn me about. Yeah, they've redone the whole thing now. It's uh, yeah, there's no. They've turned it into uh, like a wine bar type place. Is it? Yeah. Is it, like Weatherspo- is it like Weatherspoons? That's what they've gone for. Yeah. Is that what they've yeah. gone for? Is it? Yeah. Hey, are you sure? I might not like that. <laughs> anyway, I've been Mike. He's been Chris, and we will see you next week. Tumbling through a thousand centuries You don't know where you land It's a dark in mythology Treasures of history To be found legends of time Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester. Where are my manners? I didn't even introduce myself to you gentlemen. My name is John Shaft. Freeze. Hey, throw me a towel. There's two of them. We're generous around here.